everyone and happy Tuesday. How are you guys doing today? We want to welcome you to Let's Be Real. We hope you guys are having a wonderful Tuesday full of joy, enjoying this rain. If you're here in the Bay Area, if you're here in Oakley, Bay Point, Brentwood, I know Santa Rosa, it's also raining a little bit. So let's enjoy this rain. I know they said it was going to rain this whole week, but you know what? Rain is good and we need to receive it, enjoy it, because it's a blessing from God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so today I got some random facts, actually. Uh, I was looking at um, our podcast uh, platform on the, uh, on the Anchor website. And so we uploaded a couple of episodes already. But so far, the one that has had the most plays was the one titled Life is sometimes stressful it has 18 plays dang now the I ones mean, the life is stressful yeah and the ones coming in second place are the one titled trusting in god in these times and the one titled lonely which has 14 plays so in a sense you could i guess you could say that all of us are in need yeah all of us are in need of god and um so right now i kind of you know feel that we need to encourage you guys give yeah. you guys some hope give you guys some words of you know love of encouragement and so today's episode is going to be interesting we have um it titled as new seasons and change yeah so that's what we're going to be talking about today because you know as you, we all know last year was a big change for us you know we started off the year excited ready for 2020 vision i remember uh profoundly how Everyone was talking about that, like youth groups, churches, even just people outside, like everyone was so excited because it was 2020. And then from one day to another, our lives completely changed and nobody was ready for it. And I think nobody was ready or expected what was going to come. I remember hearing about this virus. I remember about hearing something in China and a bunch of other stuff, but never in my mind or never in a million years would I have imagined what was to come how schools would shut down, um, excuse me, jobs would shut down. Like, our whole world was put to a halt because of this virus. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, what are, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? There was no food. Like, we were, we had a shortage of a bunch of supplies. We had a shortage of, like, toilet paper, which I honestly, still to this day, that's super random. Yeah. Out of all the things that people would want to, <laughs> like, get a lot of. I never in my mind would I have thought toilet paper, but I guess whatever floats your boat, okay, yeah. if that's what you wanted, I guess. But, <laughs> but, but hey, there was even Clorox wipes and everything because people were afraid. People yeah. were afraid. They didn't know, like, I mean, even now in 2021, like, we don't know much about this virus. We're still learning about it. So people are scared, but I think when all this change happened people got scared and people didn't know how to react because in general as humans i think there's a very large uh, negative connotation to change we think of change as a bad thing when in reality i like to look at change as something good yeah. we can learn from change change is something that will teach us a lot and i think will allow us to grow spiritually so that's what we're going to talk about today what is change how can we deal with change new seasons like why shouldn't we look at them in a bad way and what can we learn from them yeah so basically right now i could i guess you could say i'm going through a change in my life you know uh from being in school all the time to also i mean i'm like i said in previous episodes uh or yeah episodes that i'm gonna graduate this may coming up of this year and so 
it's gonna be a change for me because you know being in school since, for a you know, long time. since kindergarten all the way up until this year it's gonna be my last year of being in school unless you know god in the future wants me to return for something else uh but it's gonna be a change for me you know because i'm gonna start going into the real world you know being employed uh start having more responsibilities helping my parents out you know with bills and all this yeah. uh stuff so it's gonna be something different but i believe you know that god's gonna help us through it because i know some brothers you know I, I talk with adults sometimes too from here from church and they're like you know enjoy your youth because that's the best uh time of your life because once you become an adult you know everything gets boring or whatever they make it seem like it's a bad thing yeah. but to be honest i feel like every moment of your life is a blessing and you're you have the option to enjoy it. it's just up to you if you want to enjoy it or not yeah definitely i mean there's different seasons to life like you said you know now you're transitioning from like being i think under your parents wing yeah. you know like having them having your responsibilities and now you're like having more responsibilities on your own which isn't a bad thing you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um everyone has different opportunities in my case it's a little bit different i think when i graduated high school i started working right away yeah. so i did go to college i am still in college um but i had to work and pay rent for a while so now I'm just working, not paying rent, but even still, you know, this change can be like, sometimes it happens so fast that we just, we have no time to prepare for these changes. Yeah. But you know, God is there to help us with these changes, to help us understand, to help us cope with new seasons. I know people, when they hear the word change, it's like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen? Like we're going to change jobs. Like, oh, it's going to be hard. Mm. Like, I wonder if they're going to pay me the same or you're going to change schools. You're going to change from this to this. Like... It can be hard, yeah. you know, in life as teenagers, I feel when you're having that transition, even from like elementary to middle school, middle school to high school, it's it's hard because yeah. you're used to a certain environment and then you transition to a whole nother one in an environment you're not used to and maybe with people that you're not used to, maybe with having responsibilities that you're not used to and you have to get used to that, you know, yeah. but change is something that will allow you to grow and i know Definitely. that when we look at change we often think of it as a negative thing yeah. right but i want to encourage you tonight that when you think of change that you are reminded that god allows change to happen for us to be better mm -hmm. and there's many different uh many different like seasons of change mm -hmm. right so like you said, you're transitioning from being in school to going to work now. Yeah. Um, but maybe you're a college student, right? And you you're, you have the same transition as Luis. Maybe you're about to get married. I don't know, right? <laughs> we have different ages, different people about tuning in tonight. Yeah, about to have kids. Maybe you're going middle school to high school. Or even now, guys, like maybe throughout your whole life you were not a big technological person and now having to use techno technology like yeah. for covid reasons is oh my gosh i know that has been something a change that i have dealt with and i am not a fan of yeah. i will tell you that okay like it is very difficult when you're not used to technology and funny enough i learned how to code when i was younger in what high school heck? and i still don't know that much <laughs> about technology That's so crazy. Only the Lord knows, right? But hey, I appreciate that change because now I'm 
You know, I noticed that even for our church, we're using more technology. So now I know a little bit more and I can help in any way that is needed. I can help with what is required. And I see I'm starting to understand now why change was needed. Yeah. And I want to share a big change that happened because as we all know, COVID hit. Yeah. And a lot of us believers, I think we're all in the limbo. Like, are we going to go back to church? Mm-hmm. Are we going to have services? I know a lot of churches were shut down during this quarantine. A lot of them. And a lot of people sadly lost their home church. And I am so blessed that God gave us Templo Santo, that we are a part of this wonderful family, that we have the blessing of being able to broadcast our services, not only now to people here in the Bay Area, but people all around the world globally. And I think that was a big help for us, you know, during the pandemic and even still going on. But I remember thinking, what is going to happen to my faith? Because now my faith was really on me. Now my faith was independent on, you know, what is pastor going to preach on Sunday? Mm -hmm. It wasn't on what are they going to teach on Wednesday midweek service? You know, it was really what am I going to do to get closer to God? So, you know, I remember that. For a while, I kind of had felt distant from God. And we shared this in a couple of podcasts mm-hmm. ago where, um, funny enough, we all felt the same way. We had felt distant. But this pandemic really pushed us to seek God yeah. and to put our faith in Him and to trust Him. And, you know, that change in the moment, it might have felt hard. It might have felt difficult. It might have felt like, God, what are you doing? I don't understand because right now you feel so far away or, you know, I don't understand what's happening. But now I can see it was for the better. It was so I could grow spiritually. It was so I could really be bold for Christ this year. You know, now I see that God has to prepare us first in our own faith for us to be firm in him, not in anything else. Because as we saw, if we had our faith in maybe our job, if we had our faith in our families, if we had our faith in like anything else that was of God, we saw that everything was taken away so like in a moment, in an instant. And we see that God is the only thing that will never never fail us, the only thing that will always be there, be steady for us. So he is our firm foundation. And yeah. that is what I think a change, a big change that I had to go through. But that now I am, I see the outcome and I understand. I'm like, Lord, I know that you taught me so much through this season. Yeah. Even though you don't understand. And there's certain seasons that are full of joy. But there's other seasons that I think we can see as like a spiritual desert that a lot of believers go um, go through. I think after they come to church for a while and they're like serve and I think it's the adrenaline of being like, you know, it's something new. I'm very happy. But then there comes a moment where you're like, you don't maybe feel that same desire. You maybe don't feel that same passion. You maybe don't feel that same strive to like go to church. And in those moments, that's a season of change because it's changing what you're used to. Yeah. But see, you cannot grow without change. Mm-hmm. That is why, like I said earlier, we shouldn't see change as a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I think we can share maybe a story of like how we've maybe undergone change or how we've come out of that season of feeling like that. I don't know if you yeah. have anything to share about that, Luis. Um, not really, but I was kind of wanted to share something else. You know, uh, last season... Um, I was uh, thinking, you know, uh, last year was basically a season of uh, growing, of a season of patience, a season of where, like Abby was saying, it is up to us to seek God 
and to see you know what we're really about um and so in that last year we were you know forced in a way to to read the word on ourselves to grow spiritually by ourselves not only depend on you know like she was saying pastors preachings on sunday but more of us you know seeking god in our own time and also in this new season this new year coming up i believe that this is a new season where the youth is going to rise up many people are going to come back to christ and you know grow that passion for him once again and you know we're going to start spreading the gospel and i could already see that um in social media platforms uh like we mentioned a lot a lot we mentioned tiktok and that's where i see uh a lot of young people are starting to spread the gospel through tiktok they're making you know zoom meetings people uh, christians from all over the world are gathering together you know to to preach on certain topics i know right now there's this a group that's spreading the gospel and touching the topic of pornography and how it's destroying the youth um and it's making you know taking the value of marriage and all that stuff and i find it interesting and powerful you know that the the youth is rising up uh because normally you know we're waiting for the adults to be the one uh to start the preaching start that act and to be the the ones you know showing the youth how it's done but sometimes you know uh the adults need help as well so i feel like it's it's both the adults and the youth we should both rise up and i have a verse uh, that i wanted to share at this moment and it's uh in the book of first timothy chapter 4 verse 12 to 16 and it says verse 12 don't let anyone look down on you because you are young but set an example for the believers in speech in conduct in love in faith in purity until i come devote yourselves to the public uh readings of scripture to preaching and to teaching do not neglect your gift which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you be diligent in these matters give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress watch your life and doctrine closely preserve in them because if you do you will save both yourself and your hearers and i can see this you know through um the youth right now as i was sharing with um the 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 TikTok community of the Christians you know they're actually putting that into action they're using their youth their young age you know to spread the gospel and I know the word it says that we should serve God in our young years or of our youth because right now we we have that passion right now we have that energy right now we don't have that much responsibility like right now I was sharing uh right now I'm just you know in school and so I have all of this time to uh prepare these messages pre- be involved in all of these ministries like i mentioned i'm in the worship team i'm here in the radio uh i sometimes you know uh bring devotionals to the youth on fridays and so uh as you could see many of us have all this free time and i feel like for those that have that free time as well and for those that want to see god should also you know take that upon themselves to to read the word you know gain that um Uh, wisdom or that that word to spread to those you know your family members your friends your cousins um and I know I was sharing in previous episodes as well that right now I kind of need to work on spreading the gospel to my family members because they're catholic and when we hang out you know the thing that we talk about is you know just regular stuff you know about soccer movies just and just regular stuff yeah. but we never bring up god yeah. um and so i i want to make it my goal this year you know to probably bring a devotional to them share the gospel with them probably even have like 
share with them the type of music that I listen to and probably like that they'll get to know God and see how passionate I am about God and then probably uh, I say spread or yeah spread that passion and make it be contagious you know so they could also you know desire uh, to to be Christian or to you know have that relationship with God definitely I like that you're saying you know about really using the spiritual gifts that you have and you know we're talking about seasons of change this year we mentioned at the beginning of the year it's for us to really be bold for Christ and bold you know maybe we weren't like that last year maybe Mm -hmm. you know we were afraid to speak about God to our friends to our family and I like that you bring up that actually because I agree when I'm with my family I don't usually bring up God it's usually just us talking about like you said life school work or just everything but God Mm -hmm. but really if we aren't the ones like talking to them about God who is going to be doing that you know God is giving us the opportunity to be bold for him this year and things have to change things have to be different we have to be prepared for what God you know wants us to do for his kingdom if you never know you know you are the only one that knows what gift it is that God has given you yeah I was sharing with Luis, it's such a joy to see our young people here from Metanoia Youth. You know, we have them, some of them do nails, some of them are doing like the chocolate hearts and the chocolate um, strawberries and stuff. And, you know, those like that is a talent from God because honestly, I tried doing it and it (laughs) did not work out, okay? Like the chocolate wasn't even good and I'm like, I go buy uh, strawberries from other people and I'm like, these taste and look so good. I don't know what you do or what mm-hmm. you put on them, but like, you know, that that's a blessing right there. <laughs> um, and truly, it, when we are young, we have so much time to worship God. Yeah. And especially now, like, honestly, if we were to take like an hour away from TikTok we, and we give that hour to God, so many things could change yeah. because we're showing that he is first in our life. Yeah. You know, sometimes... Uh, things might not change for us. And maybe instead of having a season of like constant change, we're seeing maybe that nothing's changing. And that might be because we're not, maybe we don't have God first, you know, and we have to take a step back and realize like, who is our priority? You know, is social media being our priority currently? Is, you know, work being our priority? Is school being our priority? Except like, is God our priority? Like we should ask ourselves that. You know, are we spending enough time with him? We've shared before, it's important to get us his word. It's important It's important to pray. Mm-hmm. It's important to really just seek after God, especially in these times. Because there's so many things being said, so many things being posted, and so many things changing around us. Like, now they just announced that um, the shelter in place in, like, all California, like, it, it's no longer a thing. You know, like, um. now we have just, um, like, we're back in the purple tier. But see, that can change any yeah, day. Yeah. So while things are changing constantly around us, yeah. we need to put our faith in the only thing that is going to be firm, which is God. Mm-hmm. And because, I mean, honestly, at this point, things are going to change all the time. Like we saw that the shelter in place we had, supposedly they didn't have like a date for it to end. Mm-hmm. And yesterday they announced that we have no more shelter in place, that now we have just the purple tier but then again, in a week, they can come in and say like, hey, we're back in shelter in place. You guys have to quarantine. So, so many things around yeah. us are constantly being 
um, change. We're constantly seeing things um, be different for us, but that is why tonight we wanted to bring up the topic of just change what it is and how we deal with it. We want to give a shout out to all you guys who are tuning in from Oakley, <laughs> yeah. Brentwood, Concord, California, Brazil. Okay, crazy. We've had people yeah. tune in from Brazil. Remember, you guys can call us at 925-384-0049. I'm going to go ahead and repeat that. 925-384-0049. Or you can even uh, DM us on our Instagram at Let's Be Real TSCC at Let's Be Real TSCC. Or tune in, you guys. Like Luis was sharing earlier, you know, we have our Spotify. We have our Apple Podcasts. Funny enough, like, I know I do the podcast and everything, but I listen to it all the time. Like, yeah. I go back to the podcast um, on Spotify and, like, I'll be cleaning or whatever and I'll just be listening to it because yeah. it's that good. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good that I get the joy of tuning into it again. Yeah. So I really encourage you guys to share with your friends, share with your family members, like, Maybe you're too afraid to, like, tell them something. But if there's a podcast that you think would bless them, yeah. hey, don't forget to share it with them. Um, to grow our family, we love to hear from you guys. You know, we did the Q&A, and we definitely want to have more of that in the future. But that's not possible without your guys' support and your guys' help and love. So we love you guys for that. Make sure you tune in. Shout out to Caesar who's tuning yeah. in today as well. I know if you guys didn't notice, there's a, a guy missing today. We have a, a man guy. Uh, and yeah, Caesar wasn't able to make it, but I know he's listening. He's tuned in and he's he here is. in the spirit. Amen. Um, he's here in the spirit, baby. Um, see, things change tonight. Yeah, that, that wasn't on purpose, yeah. but We're God not, knew yeah, things change, okay? So. Sometimes when we experience change, you guys, going back to the topic, mm -hmm. it can be overwhelming, confusing, even terrifying. And, you know, because as humans, we have made, um, I think, the topic of change such a taboo topic. Like, oh, things are changing. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, even in our culture, and I think it has a lot to do with, like, where we come from as well. Because I know being a Hispanic there's such a culture of like women have to do this men have to do this and like you grow up and you have to be like the woman of the house like you don't have to go to college oh hey it seems like we're getting a call today let's see who it's from okay let's see. hello who is this who do we have the pleasure of speaking with today who are we speaking to today <laughs> Hello? Yeah, hello? We can hear you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, guys. Uh, me, again, with Caesar. Um, I want to show you guys out. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you. How are you doing today, Caesar? Are you working? Yeah, bro. Yeah, had a pretty, pretty rough day at work. Just coming out of it. Uh, but the floor has been good and he's faithful. <laughs> We're on our way back home now. That's good, bro you're able to you know now rest but i mean we miss you bro <laughs> we, we just got here me and gabby but i mean yeah next week Lord for willing, sure you'll be here next week and we'll be able to talk even more about change okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll let the lord change your heart and stir you up so you won't miss it anymore <laughs> just fun <laughs> all right fellas well, i love you guys i love everybody who's listening sorry i couldn't be there tonight but uh, like we said uh, i'm very spiritually I'm not dead yet, right? So, yeah. 
right, bro. We love you. We miss you. Have a safe drive. Well, that was Caesar <laughs> calling. I think he heard us getting him in trouble for not being here, so he probably called to say hi. Um, but thank you for tuning in. We hope you can make it next week. Um, you know, it's weird. It really is. I think when you're used to having somebody here, like yeah. to talk, because I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's gonna be a fun time tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah for Luis, sure, for sure. But when we there's a community that we've built and i think it's very yeah. nice to be able to share that but hey thank you so much for calling we love you we miss you and we're talking about change yeah. okay so um we all encounter major changes in our individual lives um and but the world is constantly changing around us even so think about it like we're having our own changes in our own personal life and then changes happening around us as well so it's something that is constantly changing, but the truth is there is one thing that never changes. The one thing that stays the same, our unchanging God. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. And as I was studying, preparing for tonight, it kind of, it, it really spoke to me that we have an unchanging God. Because we've talked about like miracles before. We've talked about like who God is for us. You know, he is our provider. He is our healer. He is our redeemer. He is the one who restores us. And mm -hmm. to think that I read these stories in the Bible and that same God that parted the Red Sea, that same God, you know, who took people out of captivity, the same God who healed blind people, like that is the same God that I worship today. Amen. And I love that because sometimes life around us can get so hectic because so many things are constantly like on the go, moving and stuff. But that I think was a beautiful reminder that our God is unchanging. Yeah. And the God that you and I worship is unchanging. And he is there for us and he will be there for us always. So I think that's beautiful. And that's what I want to remind you guys tonight. Who your God is. Yeah. Who your God is. He is an unchanging God. Okay. So I don't know what you need from God, what you desire from God or how you feel in this moment. Maybe you feel weak in your faith, weak in your spirit. Maybe you feel like you've um, failed God. But let me tell you that same God who forgave in the past, that same God who loved in the past is the same God that you and I are worshiping today and the same God that we're talking about tonight. Yeah. That he is unchanging even though the world around us is. And it can be overwhelming because Right now, I know we've mentioned uh, statistics before, but mm. this is like crazy how we've seen such a like um, rise in number of people that are struggling with like depression, anxiety. Yeah. And if we really look at what these things are, anxiety is like being nervous um, about the future, mm -hmm. right? About like changes or like just uncertainties that can happen in the future. And depression is like letting things from the past like get to you right mm -hmm. so but when we see that our god is unchanging and we focus on life in the present because we know who holds our future yeah then we'll be okay well you can still have moments when we'll struggle and we'll, we'll when we will feel like shame or guilty or just like bad right but mm -hmm. our god will be right there to pick us up and to show us maybe you feel like you haven't been bold enough in your faith about god yeah. Maybe you feel like 
you haven't given everything to God as you should, yeah. you know, because I know when I was younger, it happened to me many times where I would come to church and they would, if funny enough, they would talk about how we need to change for God and we need to like truly surrender and stop living like a life of gains for God or whatever. And I remember coming, but like nothing changing. I would just leave the same and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it came one day that I realized that things really needed to change, yeah. that there needed to be something different because I couldn't just play games anymore with God. It was either you're all in or you're all out, you know, and the Bible speaks of that. You know, we can't be, there's no such thing as lukewarm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like you have to be either like passionate for God or no, like there's no in between. So in our faith, there's going to be many instances where we'll have to make that decision. Where We'll have to truly decide, like, are we really going to? you know, change things for God or are we going to stay the same and like whatever, right? Um, But I don't know if you have any story of like where you had to go through a change and how you dealt with it Um, or what helped you get through it, I guess. Well, basically, uh, when I was starting, you know, to serve um, God, there's basically... I, well, I was serving in the youth, you know, helping out with the lead team, you know, greeting and all this stuff. But I was a shy kid when I first came to this church. Um, I always struggled with speaking with people or being open and greeting people. I didn't know how to talk to people. I was always nervous, the nervous type. And I don't know, I guess uh, I, I had that desire to serve, but I was always... Uh, well, I just desired that change. And so I would pray to God, like, you know, God, I want to serve you, but I need you to change this. Give me boldness. Give, Take away my shyness and, you know, just allow me to be more bold about the things that I do for you. And uh, also, I was also speaking, you know, with Gabby and telling her about how this generation and today, um, many are, you know, anxious, they're depressed, they have stress. And uh, I was bringing up how Many of us are stressed out because we compare our lives to others. You know, we see on social media how others are already getting married. Others are having kids that are our age. There are people moving out, you know, and we feel like we need to accomplish certain things in certain time frames. And like I know I was sharing that it was there was a, a, a meme that said how Hispanic, there was a Hispanic that was 23 years old, but he hadn't had, he wasn't married yet. He didn't have his four kids yet. And so they said that he's considered a a failure. He has failed his Hispanic community because he's not like the rest of the Hispanics. Which is so not true, (laughs) by the way, okay? Like there's just this stereotype about like getting married at a certain age or whatever. But I mean, that's not true, you guys. Like, everything happens in God's time, God's yeah. perfect timing, you know. And you shouldn't feel that way. If you nah, feel that nah, way, nah. Don't, don't feel that way. <laughs> Definitely not. But, yeah, I was looking into that. And then also, I know myself currently as well, like, you know, there's times where you compare your life with other people, you know. Like, uh, I feel like it's just the enemy working in you because I know for me, I like I said, I'm in school, but I also spend most of my life here at church you know serving and the different ministries and sometimes you know the enemy tries to get in my head saying like look your friends are out here living their life living the dream life um having all this free time you know going out getting food together making memories and you're just there stuck at church and um you know sometimes it gets to my head but then you know god reminds me 
of the better life that I have. If if I think about it, you know, I'm because of church, uh, I was able to grow as a person you know because of church i was able to learn different things like right now I, i'm learning about you know the radio i've never touched the radio my entire life but i am here yeah. you know learning about how to manage a radio station how to put the volume up how to put people's voices in you know um i've learned you know how to set up uh for a sunday service you know set up speakers plug in you know the cables needed how to set up all the instruments and all these things that require for a service to go on i've also you know learned how to uh deal with the youth how to speak to them how to approach them how to work with the team and so that also helps me in my you know i guess you could say professional career life because you grow those um uh, people skills or social skills, yeah, those social skills. and so in a, in a sense like i see that god has blessed me in that because i have you know served him and remained faithful to him he has blessed me and given me you know these these things he's taught me um You've all these grown. different things i've grown i was able to you know make an impact on certain people's lives and i want to continue doing that because if i was with my friends you know probably doing you know whatever they do you know making bad mistakes or bad decisions you know i wouldn't have really made an impact on people's lives in a positive way i would have probably made it you know the opposite way probably done uh bad things that would have made a bad impact and so i give thanks to god that he's allowed me to come into his path see how important it is to serve a god that is still uh making miracles and still alive and and alive in my heart as well amen amen um but yeah that's i just want to you know I'd give you guys some advice like you know if you guys are feeling um that not depression but that stress of you know i'm not making my life is not making that timeline or that uh the date finish line whatever it is you know that i have to get married at this age i have to have kids at this age or you have to finish school at a certain yeah, age yeah like or... just slow down you know life is breathe yeah for just, a second. just enjoy life because i know for me as well like i was going through a moment where I wanted, you know, to get a job. I want to start working because, you know, I'm a graduate. And if I don't graduate without a job, you know, I was thinking all these things in my head. But I'm like, all right, so what? I graduate. I don't have a job. What's going to happen? I still live with my parents. My parents are going to help me. They're going to support me. They're going to help me find a job. You know, mm -hmm. God will bring a job whenever the time comes. But you just got to be patient, trust in God. God will bring, you know, whatever it is that he knows you need. Because sometimes we feel like we need to have this right now. But honestly, like, it's not that important it's not going to benefit right. you in any way and there's this stigma around like having things at a certain age and that's not true you know sadly social media and sadly like even like tv shows and stuff like that have i think showed us that you have to like have a relationship like you were uh, saying earlier like 15 16 17 years <laughs> old or you have to get married by like 20 something especially if you're a christian yeah right like you have to get married when you're like 21 or whatever yeah. um and the reality is you don't guys like everyone is in their own season of life everyone has gone through different things everyone has learned different things at a certain age so you can't expect everyone to be like mature mm -hmm. you know at a certain age because depending like on what you've gone through or like the struggles that you've had and overcome with the help of God he has shown you different skills so maybe like you were saying you now work with the youth and stuff and you've been able to learn most more social skills 
I too, when I was younger, I actually started doing the radio when I was 12. And I didn't, funny enough, I didn't uh, learn how to use it till I was like 16. Oh, yeah. So I remember learning how to do it. And even for me, I've been teaching when I was, since I was younger. So it has helped me speak in public, yeah. which funny enough is like the number one fear of like <laughs> the whole world. I don't yeah, know if you knew yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm like grateful with God, you know, has it been hard? Yeah, yeah but definitely. I've been able to learn and, you know, through all these different seasons of my life that I've experienced, some were harder, some were easier than others, but I've learned and I'm grateful for God because of that, because yeah. I've grown as a person and I appreciate genuinely this season of COVID and like everything because I have never spent so much time with God, with my family with my friends, not, not that I should spend time yeah, with my yeah, friends, yeah. right? But even in church, I'm so much more grateful that we have a church now. Yeah. Because we have to set up the instruments every Sunday and then put them back down. And now it's like I realize, hey, this is a privilege. Yeah. Like I'm healthy enough to help them carry whatever it is to set up and like set it back down. I'm, you know, healthy enough to be able to come and worship, even though it's cold outside. Yeah. Hey, my health is good enough for me able to come and worship God from my car, you know? Yeah, so but, all these are really privileges that we should, like, be grateful for and learn from. At the end of the day, that's where we're here. We're here to learn from all the experience that we've had. And if you see yeah. other people going through something, to encourage them yeah. and to tell them about God. Like, that is your opportunity to share God with them and tell them like hey can i show you about god i remember caesar said that one for me i'm like what was it like hey, can i tell you about the lord can i tell you about the lord <laughs> with some attitude yes tell me about the lord yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness but honestly in this day and age with social media it's so easy to spread the gospel yeah. i love seeing on social media young people like sharing devotionals or sharing stuff like that and i think to myself if they can why can't i yeah. you know it's so easy to start a podcast, by the way, too. Like, I know we were blessed enough to have, like, Radio Innovacion, which was already established since, like, 2012, 2013. Mm -hmm. But I looked into that, like, Anchor app that you're using, right? Yeah. And, like, you could just apply to have a podcast. Yeah. Like, you just need a microphone just, and, like, some friends. Even your phone. You could just record it on your phone and just upload that audio. Yeah. It's there. So, so like... God wants to use us. Yeah. God really wants to use us and allow us to grow. And we just have to be ready and willing for that. Willing for that change in our life. Um, because see, when God truly comes in our life, our life has to be different. Our life cannot be the same. Yeah. Because when, you know, when you're living in the world or when you're like accepting, I don't know, like the temptations of the world, like, you kind of put God aside and you're like, okay, like, whatever, right? Yeah. But when you truly, like, worship God and you truly seek God, you notice that in your life, you cannot live the same way. Yeah. You cannot go about life the same way. Why? Because you see that there's something to live for now. Yeah. That you, it's not just you. You have a purpose to fulfill in this world. Yeah. God has a plan for you. God has something so precious for your life. And now is your time to, like be able to share that with everyone else now is the time to be able to share your talent to share your gift to share what it is that god has given over your life because it's something so unique that god gave you yeah he didn't just give that to anybody 
Like, there's no other Luis in this world like you, Luis. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're, wel- you're welcome. There, there could be other guys yeah. named Luis, but I can assure you, they won't have the same spiritual gifts as you. Yeah. In the same way, there's another Gab. There's no other Gabby like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> there's might be other Gabbies. There might be a doppelganger, but they're probably yeah, still different. But still different. Yeah. Did you know my dad's a twin, right? Okay. And like, it's so funny because I, I feel like they're complete opposites, but they're twins. That's they're crazy. identical twins, and they look alike. My sister, when she was younger, she would confuse them. <laughs> we used to scare her. Like, they used to dress the same. Yeah. And she used to look, and they'd be like, come here. And oh, then she'd go with one of them, and then, like, come here. <laughs> so she has, like, PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> like, trying to figure out how her dad She has trust issues now. Yeah, she has trust issues, but... No, I'm just kidding. She's, <laughs> she's, she's completely fine. Yeah, um, that's good. No, but I also wanted to talk on that. You know how you're talking about how many people you know, try to live for the world and others, you know, doing good. And I actually have a verse for that as well that I wanted to show. Go for and it, it. was go for um, it. In the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verses 8 through 10. And it says, uh, verse 8, Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest in if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And and as you can see, you know, many of us, we, dis- I mean, the enemy makes it attractive, you know, to live for the world, to li- live these fleshly desires and, and, you know, do these crazy things, you know. But if we see those that are living for the world, sometimes, you know, like it said right there, um, living for the flesh will reap destruction many you know because of the sins that they created of the bad decisions that they've made you know it's cost them their lives or yeah. it's cost them to get paralyzed it's cost them a, a bad uh, how do you say it? a punishment i guess you could say consequence to yeah consequence they, yeah. To, to their actions and so why you know try to live for the world and live to please your flesh when you know there's going to be a consequence Everything has a, a consequence, like it says in the word as well. But, you know, living for God is, there's no other better thing than living for God. Because God, you know, like we were mentioning earlier, he He brings you these different gifts and he allows you to bear these fruits. And those fruits, you know, will bless others. Like I know many of us are able to teach, uh, like for those who know instruments, we're able to teach others. And from those gifts that we know, we're able to pass it down to other people. And those will be fruits that, you know, we're able to, you know, be teachers and have students and then they could pass it on to their students and so forth and so on. And so it's just a chain reaction, but living for God is a good thing. God will, you know, bring blessings to your life. Um, and he will bless your generations and the generations to come. And so, you know, just living for God, you know, living for God is amazing. And there, um, there is no reason to regret, you know, because I know many no. youth, they regret, you know, like, why don't I just, you know, live for the world right now that I'm young and later on, you know, I'll come back to the feet of God and, ask for forgiveness but you never know when god's coming or when and tomorrow's not promised the time is now honestly to worship and seek god the time is now when you are young um you just have so much more opportunity yeah like even when you're dating i feel like you don't have enough time for god than when you're single yeah you know like when you're single like it's just you and god and Mm -hmm. that's it 
But, like, once you have... I'm not saying, like, being in a relationship is bad or, no, like, definitely. you know, having other things. Like, no, like, completely, like, that's normal and it's fine and it's a part of life. But I think that's why the Bible specifies it's such a beautiful thing to worship God in your singleness. Yeah. Because it truly is just you and God. You can give all your time to God. You can give, you know, like, your whole heart devotedly to Him. Mm-hmm. Because it's just you and Him. So it's a great opportunity to really seek God and give him your best. I know that I didn't come to God till I was like, like I knew him probably like I started coming to church when I was like 10, right? Mm -hmm. But I honestly didn't start serving till I was like 14, 15 years old. And I think to myself, dang, imagine if I would have done it when I was like 10. Imagine how much more could I have done for God. Imagine where I'd be spiritually right now if I would have started from like 10 years old. So... Honestly, like if you're listening, if you're tuning in tonight and you are like debating, like, you know, should I live for God? A hundred percent you should. Definitely. It's so sad because I hear even from Christians that have been in like Christian for a while, they're like, It's fine, like I can go and like party and live in the world on Saturday and I'll just come to church on Sundays. Yeah. But like you shared, well technically tomorrow's not promised mm-hmm. and like, what What if God comes today? What if he comes tomorrow? Like, what are you going to say then? Yeah. What's going to be your excuse? Yeah. Living for God is so much more fulfilling than people think. Yeah. A lot of people think that, you know, it's like boring or that. They, I've heard it. Like, I've heard people say, like, Christians are so boring and, like, there's no good music to listen to or there's, like, you can't have fun. But that is not true at all. Come to Metanoia Youth and see how much fun we have, okay? Like, we've had so much fun at our summer camps at Collide. Even here on Sundays, how we get to worship God and just be free. You know, there's nothing that compares to that. There's nothing that really, um, there's no words to express the joy that comes from serving the Lord. And the reward that one will one day will be uh, received yeah. because of worshiping God. Maybe here in the world we see that it might not be all fulfilling or whatever. Because honestly, the world can be very, very tempting sometimes. Yeah. Maybe being, you know, at a party on Saturday or on Sunday instead of going to church is sounds fun. Or maybe drinking or dancing or whatever sounds fun, but. All of that is temporary. And all of that does is satisfy our flesh. It doesn't satisfy our spirit. And the only one that who can satisfy our spirit, our soul, is our Savior. Mm -hmm. The one who created us, our Creator, because He knows the ins and outs. The Bible says that He knows every strand on our head. This is super funny and, like, dumb. I don't know. I did it one day, right? I literally, I I had long hair. Like, if you knew me when I was younger, I had really, really long hair. And one day, crazy Gabby just thought, why not count all the strands (laughs) in my hair? I got to a really large number, but then I lost count and I gave up. That's crazy. No, that's not enough. Or trying to count the the little things from sand. Like, you're never going to finish. I know. You're like, one, two, a thousand. That's just a handful. Imagine the whole beach. You're crazy. I know. You... You couldn't even, like, spend your life doing that. You would never finish. You would never finish counting those little things. But, oh, my gosh. Like, it truly, going back to worshiping and serving God, it is an honor to worship Him. And, like, I've had um, an experience that I want to share. Yeah. Um, 
So here at Templo Santo Community Church, we had an old youth pastor, I guess that you could say. Yeah. And there was many times where we had those people step down. And I want to share this experience because um, I want to share the perspective of a young person, Mm -hmm. um, which I wasn't completely serving yet. I was kind of just in church. I was involved. But how it affected me because I was putting my eyes on the wrong thing. So I remember this particular youth pastor left and I was heartbroken. I was so sad. I was I didn't expect things to change. I was like, what like she's gonna be a youth pastor forever, you know, mm, like oh my gosh, yeah. right? And I remember like this person came and talked to me like, Hey, like I'm gonna be leaving, um, and I have nothing against this church, nothing like I love it, like it's just it's my time to step down. And I remember thinking, like, God, why would you do that? Like why would you put me through this if I'm not ready? Like, why would you do this to hurt me? Yeah. And I remember, like, praying and thinking, like, God didn't do it to hurt us. Yeah. That's not a, the kind of God who he is. He does it to help us grow. Yeah. And honestly, I am so grateful that what God taught me, because God taught me through that person to never put my eyes on a person. Yeah. But to put my eyes on God. And to trust him and to, for that everything that I do and that I serve, I do for him and for him only. And because of that, like, glory to God, I'm a youth leader now. And, like, we're youth leaders now. that's crazy. So to think, like, where I came from and now where God has me. Yeah. If you're going through a season of, like, things changing, if you're going through a season of, like, not understanding what God is doing, trust him. Yeah. Trust him because he is working, just like that song says. Yeah. Even when I don't see it, you're working. It, it's true. When we least see it, when we least expect it, God is working everything out. And he's not just working things out. He's working things out for our good. The Bible says that. Yeah. So it's so beautiful that we can trust our God because mm-hmm. our God is great. Our God is mighty and our God is he works in mysterious ways. Yeah, definitely. In ways that we will never understand. But I could tell you that he he really does work in mysterious ways. And I don't know if you, um, I know you went through that same experience. I don't know, like, did that experience maybe teach you anything in particular? Or, like, mm, yeah. did you feel that like you maybe grew? or Definitely, yeah. Like, I know I've been here for a while. I've been here in Templo Santos since 2012, I believe. And ever since, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, people come, people go. And like you said, uh, they started stepping down. And sometimes, you know, it gets discouraging because you're like, wow, like, you know, uh, they are the leaders. They're the ones that are the most spiritual. And for them to, you know, leave, like, it kind of, like, makes you question, like, so what what about us, you know, like, for us that aren't that prepared. And at that time, I wasn't really that spiritually mature, you know. I I was coming to church, yeah, but I wasn't really seeking God like I am now. Um, And to be honest, like, I never felt that I was going to be a leader. I never thought I was going to, you know, give, bring devotionals to the youth. I never thought anything about myself. I just, I was, yes, on the worship team, but I think that for, to myself, I was like, that's all I'm going to do, you know, here at church. But I mean, God, you know, he, he puts like, you in places. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, he puts you in places that will make you um, grow uncomfortable. Yeah, and uncomfortable and he will challenge you. And because he says he knows 
your limit he knows how far you can go and so yeah. he he puts things in your path that he knows that you will be able to overcome but yeah like gabby was saying it's a there comes a moment of discouragement but also you know like uh she was saying it taught me as well to not put my eye on men uh because you know there's leaders getting discouraged and i was just like god like uh, I want you to put somebody, you know, that's passionate for the youth, somebody yeah. that's in love with the youth, somebody that won't give up, right? And then and God's then like, then he's like <laughs> here comes this batch of young people, you know? And I'm just like, dang, that's crazy. It, it kind of got me, you know, shook and scared. But you know what? Like, I've seen a lot and I've learned a lot. God has put it in my heart, you know, that the youth, you know, is important, especially right now in this generation. Many many churches go through struggles and through challenges and you know some even close down and i feel like for us you know if god put it in our hearts to be serving it's for us to you know make that change to not let the same things keep happening you know because it might be a cycle many people might see it as a cycle it's normal it's going to keep happening we are here to break chains to help break chains you know and generational curses like i see in families even that like people um are like trying to come to church but then they get discouraged like the time is now like uh, i know i've seen it in my family where my dad and i are the only ones that come to church um so i like i remember coming to church like as a younger person (laughs) when i was younger when Mm -hmm. i was like 14 15 and thinking to myself like i want something different for my kids i want something different for when i'm older like I come to church and I want something different. And I know this generation, I love to see it because I see like this generation is so like bold. Yeah. So bold on TikTok. Like the things I be seeing, I'm like, <laughs> that is really our generation. Okay. That's crazy, yeah. Because they're, they're just so ready to speak up about injustice. Yeah. They're so ready to speak out about like things that are happening. They're so ready to speak out even about their faith. Yeah. And even though, you know, people might say this is a generation that is going to, like, ruin anything because a lot of people say this generation is really bad. Yeah. But honest to God, like, this generation, I think, is one of the most loving and accepting generations that we have ever seen in existence. You know, I like to see back at history. And um, right now, I love seeing on TikTok where they do, like, Venmo challenges to, like, help people off the streets. That's to help people, like, get apartments. To help people that don't have jobs, like feed their families like seeing people be so selfless seeing people be so loving seeing people really display the love of god display him because he is love yeah and to see that is truly a joy in my heart that i can't explain but it's great because we see that this generation is so willing to change the norm and i don't know if you guys ever saw our bio but our bio is we really want to change the rules of normalities of like what is normal right because as believers we're meant to not be normal we're meant to be different we're meant to be the change the difference in this world and this generation is going to be the next church right they're going to be the next deacons the next pastors the next leaders the next preachers the next musicians the next ushers like this is why we need to focus so much on our young people because they are the ones that are like the next church, yeah. right? So we need to invest our precious time in them. And this is why we encourage you, young person, if you're tuning in tonight to Let's Be Real, we encourage you to use your spiritual gift. 
Because God is not done with you yet. God is not done with you yet. So trust Him and even though things around you might be uncertain right now and you might feel a certain way, know that you have an unchanging God. Remember that. An unchanging God that is for you. Is for you. So yeah. I love that. It's crazy. It's already 827. Or 828. I don't know, like, what clock are we? 29 on this one, but... 29? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in, then. Uh, we love you guys. Make sure you tune in for next week. This is Let's Be Real, Renovacion.com. Your radio, your blessing with Gabriela. Uh, I say Caesar. <laughs> He's here spiritually. Yeah. But, yeah, it's here. Luis as well. We love you guys, and tune in for next Tuesday. We'll bring you guys a different message. Amen, but, amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.